1: I will call upon you to do a
0: service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com.
2: Welcome to the family.
1: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. On today's episode, we are headed to sunny Sarasota, Florida to speak with Scott Ryan. Scott is an author, publisher, and the host of the Red Room podcast. His latest book is called Fire Walk With Me, Your Laura Disappeared. So Scott, welcome to The Relatable Voice.
2: Thank you so much. I've taken my Dramamine, so I'm not going to get sick in the RV. Uh, (laughs) Your driving seems to be fine. Uh, We're going to be fine. The seatbelt is working. I'm good. Wonderful. And I have to tell you
0: that I drive well.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I looked up before I came on and I saw you haven't killed anyone yet with your driving. <laughs> no. So I'm like, I'm getting in the van. My mom said, don't get in the van with strangers. I'm getting in the van.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. So it will be a beautiful ride. Scott, I was just talking about how much I miss living in Florida. So what is your favorite thing about Sarasota?
2: Oh, wow. There's a lot of favorite things. I mean, I think it's it's the weather, which I know sounds horrible, but I lived 50 years in the north where it snows and it's cold. And just to be warm and it's sunny every day, it's really affecting me in a way that is surprising just because I never lived that way before. So I do a lot of writing outside and it's it just feels nice. I love it so much.
0: Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean because I lived in Pittsburgh and when I moved to Florida, the sun was always shining and I really need the real vitamin D, which is sun, right? Taking pills doesn't help me.
2: No, I agree with you. A hundred percent. And so it's, we haven't lived here a year yet. So it's all very new to us, uh, me and my wife, and it's just, I'm loving it.
0: And your latest book is called Firewalk with me. Your Lord
2: disappeared. Can you quickly tell us what the book is about? Of course. So 30 years ago, way back in 1992, director David Lynch released his film Fire Walk with Me, and my, which is a book based on the TV show Twin Peaks. So the movie was a prequel to this television series. I knew 30 years were coming up. And this is a really fascinating film because when it came out, critics hated it fans hated it it did horrible at the box office you know people were like that's it forget david lynch he's out of a career he's done for <laughs> yeah. but what has been fascinating is through time it has really become one of lynch's most popular films it it plays everywhere and people have really turned their feelings around so i got to interview producers actors uh the editor of the film the cinematographer and found out like you know how did they make it and then how did this um overall feeling for this film change over the last 30 years
0: Mm -hmm. they say that was kind of dark really the dark movie
2: very much so yeah
0: and what inspired you to write this book
2: Well, I am the managing editor of a Twin Peaks magazine. And so I have been covering Twin Peaks for the last five years in a magazine and on my podcast. And I've written... Seven other books, which is amazing, but I don't have a Twin Peaks book. Everyone I know has a Twin Peaks book, all my friends. And I'm like, I got to get in there and get a Twin Peaks book. And my favorite part of Twin Peaks is Firewalk With Me. That is the part that is the part of it that has always really uh, inspired me. So this was my time and I knew it was the 30th anniversary. So I felt this was the time to pay tribute to a film that has mattered to me.
0: Mm -hmm. would you want dave Linked to read your book
2: (laughs) (laughs) um he's gonna be a little upset if he does read my book because i point out a couple mistakes that he made and i found a couple things out now that being said i do know that the person that works with him bought the book and it's going in that direction Now, whether he, I think he'll see the book. The book will probably be in his hands. Whether he sits down and reads it, I can't say. Um, But I do know that he knows of the magazine and he has said he's glad it exists, but he has declined interviews.
0: Okay, so out of curiosity, what do you think he would say about
2: it? Um, I think he'd say, aces, Scott. That's the best David Lynch impression Uh that I can do. I actually think he would like it because it, to me, I am focusing on what the film really is about. A lot of people don't want to talk about the horrible subject that, that this film is really about, which is incest. And it is a very dark, you know, you said it's a very dark film. And it has inspired many people who have gone through that to come forward and sort of look at Laura Palmer as, um, I don't know, hero is a strange word for that, but, you know, like a beacon of hope. And there, you know, it ends with a lot of hope. And I always found solace in the film um, with overcoming things in my own life. And so... I think he would like that. I think that part he would like. He's probably not going to like a couple of things that I point Uh, out. But the overall feeling, I think he'd be fine with.
0: And um, Scott, you founded a publishing company called Fayetteville Mafia Press. What made you uh, to start your own publishing company?
2: Well, I did a book about the TV show 30-something for another publisher, and I had worked on that book for, you know, two years. And then it comes out. And then six months later, you get your first check. And I looked at that check and said, huh, what? That's it. I mean, who It could hardly put gas in this RV? Um, so when I started on my next book, which was about David Letterman, I was like, you know, if I'm going to not make money off my book, I at least want to own it. I at least want to make the decision of what the cover looks like, uh, what the design is. I want it to be my book. I had a really good friend, David Bushman, who works at the Museum of Television in New York City, and he had always wanted to start a publishing company. And so we hooked up and we just jumped in. We knew nothing. And that was like four years ago. And now we have like 20 books out. And we just had a call today for in 2023, we're doing nine books in one year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just two of us. We're the only two people in the company. You know, we're really growing and it's taking off. So it's been a blessing and it's so much work. You know, you're an author. It's so much work and it's so hard to to get any notice for your stuff? It's just, it's it's been a crazy couple of years, but I love it so much.
0: I agree with you that it's a lot of work, but it it must be very rewarding, you know, Scott.
2: It is. I mean, it's exciting. We have one of our books is called Laura's Ghost. It's also a Twin Peaks based book, and you know, for one day, it was the number one kindle on amazon and it was our first number one in, in the television section and it was exciting uh wow. because you're like whoa like we're just we. there is not a company that's smaller than us i mean we are as small as you can get and we're trying so hard to compete with these huge corporations that have all these advantages and to get to hit number one was like amazing
0: you are also the host of The Red Room podcast. Can you tell us more about this podcast?
2: Yeah, we started the pod I started that with my brother-in-law. It was his idea. I didn't know what a podcast was. We started it eleven or twelve years ago now you know, now it's practically the law that you have to have a podcast. I noticed it was on my vaccination card. You know, did I get boosted? Do I have a podcast? I mean, everyone's got a podcast, but when we started it, it wasn't that way. And we love to talk about television and that's virtually what the podcast is about. Sometimes we talk about Broadway or movies, but anything of art-based we cover on the Red Room Podcast. And it's been amazing. We've had some great interviews and it's a lot of fun.
1: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our US-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.
0: Are you currently working on anything that you would like to share?
2: Oh, well, actually, um, I'm working on two books at once. And this is the first time I've done this. I don't know what will come out first. Um, I'm working on a book about movies from the 90s, uh, which I think is very fascinating. I'm calling it the 90s, the last decade of cinema, and basically saying that it was the last Time they made grown up movies. I like a grown up movie. Uh, now, every movie is like a superhero chasing another superhero or a spaceship shooting at another spaceship. Um, I, I want to see grown up movies. So that book is gonna annoy people. So we've got that book. And then on the other side, I'm working on a book about Barbara Streisand's return to the concert stage. I have just started that over the last couple of weeks. That's so gonna be a shorter book, but um, I'm a big Barbara fan, and um, so I'm writing about that too.
0: Would you like to see your one of your books turning a screenplay?
2: I certainly would. We have a book called The Maslin Tigers 15 for 15. It's about a high school football team in Maslin, Ohio. They're the most famous high school football team. And it's a great book about their season. And we are trying to actually get it made into a movie right now because it has all that small time sports, you know, uh, that Two teams that play each other are only seven miles apart, and they've been playing since 1894. So it is a crazy history lesson, but also very exciting. So we're actually trying to make that into a movie.
0: Wow, wonderful. I can see you, you know, producing movies.
2: (laughs) I know, Casey's saying, I need a coffee, please. (laughs) It's not warm enough. Yeah, Yeah, I can totally handle that.
0: Scott, is there a message you would like to share with our listeners?
2: My message is always about kindness. Um, Any advancement I've ever gotten has been from me being kind to someone else. And every interview in my books, it's because that person was kind enough to take an hour out of their day to speak with me. Um, Getting to talk to Sybil Shepherd or Dana Delaney and, and all of these amazing people I've been able to interview, they do that out of the kindness of their heart. They're sharing something and I always try to be kind back to them and it makes a difference. But I also do that online and everywhere I go, I want to make people smile and laugh And that is my main goal, not making money. Believe me, it's not making money. Otherwise, I would not be in publishing. It's about sharing like love and kindness, and it makes a difference. Um, If you want to see that difference, if you want the world to be a nicer place, there's only one person that can make that happen, and that's you. When you go out to the post office, the grocery store, be nice to the person you're next to. And you're going to have, it doesn't matter what you get back. Just give it out. And, and I honestly live my life that way every day.
0: Oh, that's beautiful what you said. Yeah. At least say good morning. Smile to someone. It's free and you can make other people's lives more beautiful.
2: Well, I spend a lot of time in the post office as because I'm either shipping the magazine or some of the books. So Uh I probably go to the post office three times a week. And it is amazing to me how people in line are so grumpy. They're so angry Mm -hmm. and they're mad. And why do I have to wait? But I have entertained the post office people with stories about working at Arby's or whatever happens to me on the way. And, you know, I always am trying to make people laugh in the post office. I don't know. Why be grumpy every day standing in line? Why not have a good time?
0: Exactly. So, Scott, where can we find you online?
2: Uh, My Twitter is at ScottLuckStory. And my website is scott Productions.com. and then the publishing website is Fayetteville com. I mean that's easy to spell. you're not going to have any trouble with that uh, but you can you can find us anywhere. and as you know, it is so much better to get a book directly from the author because yeah. then less people's, hands are in their pockets. So any sales we make, it makes a big difference to us it's keeping us in business during this crazy time.
1: Yeah.
0: I just loved to have stopped in Sarasota and having this amazing, delightful conversation with you. And I wish you success.
2: Thank you. But I i mean, what? how much do I have to pay for gas? I feel like the gas from Spain to Sarasota was pretty hefty. Should I chip in? I mean, I feel like <laughs> I got to chip yeah. in on that.
0: Yes, please. Maybe a tip that I can have a coffee.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll you know what? We'll get Arby's. We'll 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 go through the drive-thru. Okay.
0: Thank you.
2: Oh, thanks for having me. It was fun.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.
1: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.